I'm Bree Watson. And I'm Nick Watson. We are here to talk to you about artistic struggles and daily um, life. Life. How to sort of achieve your artistic goals when um, they might not be as lucrative as you want them to be. Well, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not. You're not. Uh, your your artistic stuff isn't the thing paying your bills for you. Exactly. Even though you would like it to be. Well, yeah, we should probably. Oh, we've had a guest already. We have. Eventually, we should get a guest whose uh, constant struggle is their day job. Oh, I know. A couple think? people like that. Yeah, they get paid for doing their art. For sure. A bunch of people. I, actually, I have a couple people in mind. As soon as you said that, I'm going to write their names down. Okay. People who have like been like, you know what? I'm pursuing stand-up 100% now. I don't have a day job. Oh, that. okay. Yeah, that's I definitely interesting. Now. And that would be good for you. Yeah, but I can't. I have too much debt. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, how these people must have had debt. They live in the North America. That's true. The North of America. They do. Well, we can ask them to come on the show, and we'll yeah. find out what happened. Cool. No, I think what we should do is figure it out for them so that we don't have to bother booking anyone, and we could learn from them without having them on the show. I see. No, I don't understand. Okay, never mind. Okay. Unless you want to... No, I'm just... Uh, I riffed that. Swung said, on and riffed. You said you wanted them on the show, yeah, but yeah. you didn't want them on the show. I, it could be complicated that way sometimes. What, having someone on the show? And then not having them. Well, let's have them either on it or not on it. At the same time? Yep. Cool. This is confusing. Welcome to the podcast. And we're struggling through it. Um, uh, yeah. I don't want to start with my notebook yet. Let's just uh, talk a little bit first. It's Father's Day. Oh, yeah, it is. Happy Father's Day to any other fathers out there. I've got kids. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that, guys. It's, it's a job. If you have children and you're also an artist, how do you get through your struggles? Are you asking me or are you asking our people? I'm or, asking our viewers. Our, and by viewers, I mean listeners. Yes, our ear viewers. But maybe they could see us in their mind's eye. Well, we pretty much look like our little logo cartoony That's guys. That's true. That's exactly what we look like. If we had a video game, that would be us. Oh, man, we should talk to Rob about <laughs> turning us into a video game. Well, you're using him a lot for all your stuff. Yeah, right? man, he's the best. Pursued by Hills. a bear. Oh, sorry. Say yeah. his name again. I talked over you. His name so. is Robert Aris Hills. I think I pronounced that properly, but I might not have. And if I didn't, Rob, you can beat me up. Uh, super nice guy and also super awesome animator. Oh, cool. Really? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> like, well, animator means the thing he's move. Oh. Does he do that as well? You know what? I don't know. Okay, cool. But maybe. So he's a designer. I thought like an anim. What is it then? If you just do cartoons, you're not an animator. No, I. You're maybe a graphic designer or what an artist. Just, oh, maybe just an artist. Yeah, I think I the animator like, with the pictures have to move. I. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean that makes sense, like, from the, from the word. Yeah. Itself, but it, I just assumed animation was like cartoons. Yeah, that move. They don't have to... Uh, in my mind, it was just like... Cartoons move. Are you mixing it up with comics? Well, just like, you know, if you make like a, a funny looking... Like a Bugs Bunny... No. That moves. Uh, that's a... Yeah, you're right. I'm talking about... Uh, no. Then, then uh, any other example I have is a comic. Like, <laughs> so, no. Yeah. No, I don't those, know what I'm talking those about. Those would be like graphic artists or artists. Just artists. Yeah. So somebody... The person who draws the family circus... A comic artist, comic book... Artists. Uh, no, wait, what? Okay, it's not just artists. What, oh, great. Uh, the guy who does the picture guy. <laughs> That's pretty sexist. Uh, the lady guys can do it too. 
Okay. Yep. Back. So uh, William Aloysius Keen uh, from October 5th, 1922 to November 8th, 2011. Uh, I guess he's dead now. Known as Bill Keen. He was the guy that did the family circus and he comes up as cartoonist. That's a good descriptor. Yeah. Cartoonist. Uh, I'm still going to debate that because I'm sure they did the cartoon of the family circus. I'm going by comic books. Like uh, Greg Capullo, who does Batman right now, he's known as the comic artist. But that's just like a comic book. Yeah. Versus like a cartoon. But our our discussion was animation. Yeah. Not cartoon. A cartoon is just like a... Okay, so maybe a... Well, whatever. Guys, if you're a cartoonist (laughs) or an animator... Uh, or if you need to get a poster done, you could just go talk to Rob. There you go. <laughs> He's Good. great. He did the poster for this new show that I'm going to be running at Second oh, City. Oh, yeah, that's what reminded me. Um, your show that is about World War something? One, maybe? No. Oh, really? Wow. I did that one already. We did that one on Vimy Ridge Day, and it was an improv show that was completely set in the time of World War One. Yeah. Canada on Vimy Ridge which is pretty awesome. But this new show, because yep. it looks kind of army-ish, is because it's called The Drill. Yeah. And so what we're doing is, it's a show uh, in which everybody's just going to be doing improv drills. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's not what I thought it was at all. No. I thought you were going completely army-related stuff about your cadet training and stuff well, like that. Well, in a way it is, because it's uh, just applying drill to improv. Okay. Just the practice of doing something over and over Improv again. boot camp. That's pretty much what it is, except somebody else I know uh, has pretty much claimed oh uh, the status over improv boot camp so i didn't want to take that so drop and give me 20 yes ands Uh, i do actually have a a, a no somebody who says uh, drop and give me 20 but it's a stand-up show yeah and And there's 21 no it's their (laughs) their best 20 minutes of material period oh okay that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah it is good because it's rare you can get like 20 minutes of time that's a big amount for uh, for a toronto uh, amateur yeah yeah well i mean some of them aren't even that new they just still don't have that much time like it's tough to get that much time in Toronto. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or maybe anywhere. I don't even know. Well, I mean, unless somebody's paying you a bunch of money. 20, that's a middle person, right? Yeah, that's probably a middler. A bet middler. <laughs> I bet bet middler does. I bet bet... Okay, we gotta stop this. No, she she would do her own show. She would. And you are the wind beneath my bet middler. That's a long time ago, that song. Think about it. Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess we could go with uh, the schedule that I had down pat now. Is riffing? Is it really working out? Well, I, you go through the trouble of writing down the schedule. I don't know why we don't just start with it. In fact, Dan was like, "You should always ask your guests the same questions, and you should always have it." Well, you know what? Like, you need to be the Larry King of. Well, Larry King has his own style. He, it's been mentioned before on some of the podcasts I listen to. He asks the safe, the softball question, like, uh, "Bree, uh, do you enjoy doing improv?" Yes, I do. Okay, great. Why do you think you're so bad at doing oh, it? Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> but different. It'd be like a, a hurtful question. I see. That would uh, completely make his guest collapse. So I'm just trying to look for my... Well, I've written everything down that we asked uh, Susanna last week. That's right. The episode number four with Susanna Kiernan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bulletproof she provided it with... Uh, bullet list. Gave us. It was basically what I used to do that. So. Yes. Maybe if we're ever going to have another guest, we could just follow that same suit. Sure. And that would be a great way to get things started and... True. And make the shows very same. Unless we want to be like, why don't 
you think that you've achieved any amount yeah. of success so far? Why aren't you good? Why do you suck at life in general? What makes you so bad at what you're wanting to do very hardly? There are so many people out there. How come you are worse than all of them? You know, people are funny. Why can't you be like them? Right. Um, I think it's important here to say that we're just joking about us and not Susanna because she is actually very funny. <laughs> I was thinking the next guest we could do. Oh, the too. next guest. Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, well, she's just <laughs> if you want to be a guest on this show. and <laughs> Nobody's going to want to be a guest now. Uh, but seriously, be a guest. Yeah, go on. What's stopping you? I just went upstairs and I asked Dad if he wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah, we got rejected. No, because, yeah, we did <laughs> get rejected. Dung. So, uh, oh, no, if you want to talk about dung. my constant struggle is how he... about getting your parents to accept what you want to do as a life choice? Wait what? a minute. You don't want to... This is just for fun. This isn't a career. What, comedy? Podcasting. No, podcasting is more for fun. Yeah, this is totally fun. But it's all part and parcel of the comedy thing. Well, you know what? Uh, I don't know if this is on my list, but let's just do it now. This thing has been really fun for me to do because yes. we get to talk and stuff, which is cool. Uh-huh. We've gotten to meet... Well, I got to meet a new person, Susanna. That was right. interesting. And that she... adds as a point to your networking Okay, thing. sure. Uh, yeah, no, you know what? Officially does, but I was thinking to myself, that doesn't count. She was nice. She's a cool person to talk to. But that's part. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop viewing networking as a bad thing and say it as like, they're just friends I haven't met yet. A network's just a <laughs> friend you haven't met. <laughs> you haven't met. Okay. Um, uh, like The Simpsons. A lot. Like, only, only the old episodes. Man, I haven't watched an, a new episode of The Simpsons like in the past two, three years. I have to say. All right. Enough about The Simpsons cast. Okay. Yeah, uh, there are that's already a thing. Those. Yeah, yeah, those exist. <laughs> Sorry, we're not treading on those those people's toes. But Pod if they toes. want to follow us. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, okay. Where I was going with uh, is having this thing that you and I do every month uh-huh. uh, really gives me a motivation to have stuff done right. for the month. Because I, I feel like I'm coming to teacher at the end of the month to say, this is what I've been working on. So I'm the teacher or you, the podcast is the teacher? Well, kind of you because okay. you're the person I'm talking to. Okay. And, um, well, f- I guess uh, any listeners as well because I don't want to bore them with like... Well, I always thought that was important. Like, one of the reasons when I finished at Humber, uh, one of the things that I missed the most is having a deadline for my writing. Mm-hmm. Because it was just like, well, I have to get this done, because uh, otherwise I'll get a bad grade, or you can't have that. But there's no, guess what, folks? There's no grades outside of school. Well, this is your bad grade, though. Like, yeah, If exactly. you don't do stuff, then you're going to fail the podcast. I don't want to fail the podcast. I want to do well at the podcast. There you go. So our job is to get better at doing... Uh, stuff. Okay, and things. Or keep on doing your stuff. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, okay. uh, but, you know, try to learn stuff and bring stuff stuff to the table. Right, you just said stuff a lot in a past sentence. Stuff, stuff. Okay. Stuffity stuff, stuff, stuff. Stuff, stuff. Uh, the gr- oh, okay, well, here's the first uh, official topic we have for podcast episode four. That, that is now podcast episode five. First official thing. <laughs> Dan also suggested we have music in between, like... Like a bling. Well, like that'd be we would do any music that Dan wants to add to this podcast would basically go automatically on, right? First thing <laughs> on the list, bing bing. Okay, the grind of the job slash family slash sets and finding time to create. Yes, because this was a big thing for me. Me too. Uh, but but I live Except in my the brain. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I did all the slashies because we both have jobs. Yeah. 
I've got the family situation. I do have a partner, which demands time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being in a relationship. Yeah. Is uh, well, you have to talk to the person that lives I in your guess house. Sometimes, with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Bree, your your thing that really is eating up your time is uh, doing sets and doing yeah. um, well, and improv sets too. But I feel like that's it's easily justifiable because that's part of the process. Ah, but. As we were speaking throughout the month, you were concerned about the lack of doing anything creative. Uh, right, just writing. basically yeah. writing. Yeah. Not that you're, not that improv isn't creating. That is, but uh, but there's nothing. Yeah, it's not like I'm. You don't have anything to show for it unless you film your set, I guess. And then, yeah. but even then, once that's the great thing about improv is that it exists in that time period, and that's when it's the best. And then after that, it sort of floats away into, into the ether. Yeah, that's right. The comedy ether. The comedy ether. Um, yeah. So, uh, I actually wrote a sketch or a half a sketch, uh, and then I was like, I'm tired, so I'm going to go have a bath. And then while I was in the bath, I was like, oh, the sketch should actually go this way. Oh, okay. So, but so what still, did you do? Did you have to yell, damn, damn, write damn no, write this down. <laughs> no, it's still in my brain, and I just have to finish it. Okay. But that's because I'm uh, also kind of working on a sketch project with a, with a guy, but we've had a hard time because he has a day job as well, and he's in sales, so he goes like, he's not always in town. He's oh, man. to go around and stuff. Uh, so we haven't had the opportunity to perform yet, but what we have done is written a bunch of sketches. So when we do have the time to perform, we'll have a bunch of stuff written. So part of me is like, good, I'm accountable to someone yeah. for some sketches. Oh, there you go. So basically this whole grade situation yeah. thing that we're talking about is accountability to some exactly. one or something. And that helps a lot, but but for a while I didn't have it. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. So what we had... Like, uh, well, what I had before was the Nerdist uh, grading system. Right. Where it's like uh, you have to keep on moving everything, uh, like doing something every day to push push forward on your goal. That's good, though, because but I'm not good at doing it for myself, which I think is bad. Mm-hmm. So now we have this. Right. Which right, is, the podcast. Yeah. I just watched Whiplash yesterday. How was it? Oh, oh my gosh, really? it's so good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's so good, but it's also like... I don't know. It's, it's, is it heavy, man? It's pretty heavy, but it's just like the idea. Okay, so he's the teacher, right? But like. Whoa, spoilers? I'm not going to spoil. Okay. I'm not going to spoil. I'm just. Okay, there's a teacher and there's a guy who wants to become a better drummer, right? Okay, that, that's, so that's pretty the, obvious. Yeah. All right, that's in the trailer. Yeah. But just seeing like his dedication to his drumming is insane. And getting the scoop about Spider Man. That's right. Okay. He's a, also a photographer. No, wait. Am I saying the drummer is also Spider Man? Well, he might be. Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter could a, do drumming. He was a drummer. Not like this guy, man. Okay. I found myself like watching this movie and like twitching. The, the I, Yaz drummer? Yeah. Okay. The Yaz drums? <laughs> anyway, cause, because there's so much like beats happening, I'm just like sitting there and my body is like. <laughs> well, the, really, the music was affecting you. It was. But wow. also, like, if, you've, if you know anything about music or if you've ever played it, you know, like. How freaking hard it is? How hard it is, but also you're used to like anyway. So feeling you would it, see him, yeah. yeah. Feel, anyway, so I got yeah. a bit of that with uh, when I was playing guitar as a youngerster. As a youngerster. Yep, uh, I would make the blues faces sometimes. Ooh, uh, good I blues face. Can't see our blues face. All right, tiger face. But arr. blues face. There you go. <laughs> but what I was saying is that just to see this kid's like dedication to his drumming was intense, even yeah. if it was a movie. Well, that's constant struggle, isn't that it? Is, he is. That's but it, wicked like, just, harder than us. The things that he sacrificed and the people and the, you know, like, and the like physical stuff he went through and the emotional stuff he went through. And I was like, maybe I don't take this seriously enough. I bet that, I bet a lot of people who do arty things 
uh, if they watch that movie, it would feel very uh, similar, in a similar way. Now I'm kind of like, should I bleed for improv? Hmm. I don't know is the answer to that. It's not like you can improv all day long. Oh, I wish. But isn't that all we all do is improv all Jeez, day in long? a way, actually, yeah. <laughs> That's right, improv's life. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm on the improv. Uh... You're through the looking glass of improv. <laughs> improv. Ooh, yes, and. <laughs> but anyway, so see that movie if you're an artist, and, and you'll see what it is to be insanely dedicated right. to something. So you saw that guy and he's like, he works wicked hard all the time. He's given up his life. Yeah. Uh, he's also, uh, I, I haven't seen the movie. I can't comment on that. But I mean, what we have to do, here's my daily grind. Right. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning yeah. for my uh, 630 starts in Toronto. Right. I get home uh, just about 10 minutes before my kids are due off the bus. Right. Uh, they come in, we do homework, dinner, uh, bedtime routine, maybe watch a little bit of TV, get them to bed, and hopefully I can get that done for 8 o'clock. But that's just it. This guy has given up everything. Yeah. So you would have to be like, peace Sorry, out, family. family. Sorry, job. Yeah. I'm going to go out and just be a writer. I'm going to go rent a cabin in the woods right. that so, Stephen King isn't using at this moment. He's got dibs on a lot of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, his mind builds cabins that's in the true. woods now. It's kind of creepy. They just grow out of the ground like a corpse cabin. That's terrifying. Yep. Write that down. Corpse Corp cabin. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, so I guess... And, and this guy's a young kid, too, in the movie. Yeah. So it's kind of like... He looked youngish, but I yeah. don't know from people anymore. He's supposed to be 19, I think, in the movie. Oh, oh wait spoiler, a minute. Spoiler, wait a minute. Wait, spoiler, I, spoiler. Wasn't this like a Juilliard situation? Eh, that wasn't the... It was the, like, music, the jazz music equivalent of All right, Juilliard, so is that yeah. post-high school? Yeah. Okay. All right, so it's like uh, Yaz University. Basically. Ah, the University of Jazz. That's, yeah, man. Uh, and it's just like, huh. Uh, is that what you, Their like, Latin uh, motto is, keep it up, do. <laughs> uh, Moving along. <laughs> but, All right. So this isn't really about his struggle because he's, that's what he's done. He's devoted Yeah, he's devoted the it. life. Oh, oh, so I've missed the boat on that one. Right. I went to university for... I, well, I was thinking screenwriting, so I did English and film. Yeah, but you would have had to be, like... Yeah, mm. wicked dedicated to it. I, I started enjoying doing things that wasn't writing. Right. Um, like uh, moving to Scotland, joining a baseball team. Having a, a woman in your life. Meeting Catherine. Yeah, there you go. There's the relationship. This yeah. guy doesn't have one, right? He has a girlfriend and it falls apart terribly, doesn't it? Well, I'm not going to say anything about uh, that. Some other podcasts have spoiled that part, oh, okay. right? Um but, uh. Yeah, so basically my struggle is I've got an hour to work a day, yeah. uh, a weekday, if I want to move my writing on. Right. So that's been uh, a challenge, but yeah. I've been doing a scene a night. That's great. Yeah. And that's more than a lot of people, I think. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, you, you could look at it. I don't know. Then it's like, at what point do you start looking at other jobs that would be more conducive to, like, uh, achieving the art that you want to do? Yeah, I think that's maybe... Um, not long term, maybe more medium term stuff. Right. I want to be able to, to, to do some writing that says, look, there is some value in this. There is a chance. Uh, it it'll be worth taking the gamble. But I don't know. I don't know that that's the right approach. But anyway, I'm happy enough with the work I'm producing right now. Okay. Uh, that you're not like I'm gonna quit everything. No, nah, I, I don't think if we're able to be in that position. You wouldn't. Yeah, because you have two children. Yeah, and mm -hmm. also. Um, when I get a good chunk of time, like say because I, I work American 
uh, bank holidays and stuff. I, yeah. I follow their schedule. Whenever the kids are off, or whenever the kids are at school, Catherine's at work, and I have the day off. Uh-huh. I it's not like I'm sitting there writing for eight hours. I can right. only maybe get two, three hours of writing in. So I feel like what before you get like distracted. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like that too because I'll get home and I'll just be like, you know what? I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So I'll just do nothing. I'll just like, oh. Yes. I was just uh, detailing my thing. And then uh, on the weekends. Yeah. Because we have the kids and everything. I can't just lock myself in the basement. I have to help out. So I get maybe two hours per weekend, maybe two hours a day. That's my breakdown. What are you looking at per week? Like, how does your week shape up? I'm asking this just because I'm telling people what our struggle is. Right. And so they can identify... So they can compare. Well, let's yeah. just like, for example, take a look at my last week because mine changed. Uh, so what day are we today? Good. Okay. Yeah. It's Sunday. Um, apparently I, so Monday, okay. M- Monday to Friday. Yeah. Nine to five. I'm in there. Uh, so I have to wake, I leave at about eight. Nope. I leave earlier than that. Okay. Quarter two usually if I can. Quarter to eight. Then I get home while well, I'm done work at five. But this week, because we've moved into the new building, I've been there a little bit later. Yeah, how long? You this is only for the Pan Am games. Though, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm done. Well, yeah, you, for just for the Pan Am, I'll be working the pair of Pan Ams as oh, well. Oh yeah, okay. But so, not from the uh, from that area. We go back to the main building in that Okay, time. cool. Okay, here we go. For example, Monday night I had nothing to do, uh, which is great. What did I do? I yeah, what know. did you do? I don't even remember. Wow. I should write it down. But, for example, Tuesday, I had a show at 9 p.m. So I finished work at 7, yeah. went out, had dinner, sure. went to the show. Yeah. Wednesday, I had a class from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. So I came home from work, got a ride to SoCap, came home Okay. after class. Yeah. Thursday, it says I did. I had nothing to do. That, I think Thursday was the night I wrote that sketch. Oh, okay. But so I, you, yeah. Cool. Uh, Friday, <laughs> this was great. It only says I had one thing to do. Friday, I, f- I left work early because I'm part of this Second City Writing Program's show. Yeah. So I at uh, at 4.30, I had to be at the Second City Training Center. Mm-hmm. And then straight after that, I went to Improv Game Show to host that. And then I went home. Oh, so... <laughs> like, I mean, the Second City thing, that's really creatively... I mean, writer stuff, right? No, because I'm not actually a writer in the writer program. Oh. I'm an actor. So they have... Oh, okay, yes, cool. So they have the writers who have taken the class, and yeah. then they take people who have done the conservatory well, program to write or to act out their writing. Basically. Cool. All right, how was that? Was that fun? So far, so good. I've only done two shows so far, and they were fun. Cool. Um, yeah, but we're just doing, like, cold reads right now. Um, is that when you're just sitting around a table and then you just get the script? We have the script, but we're sort of acting them out. Well, okay, so you're yeah, you're on stage. Around the table, yeah, you're on stage acting, but you're holding the script exactly at the same because time. we don't have our lines memorized yet because we just Be- got the script say the day before. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so it's kind of for blocking and stuff like it's that. It's for blo- it's so the writers can see ah. what their writing looks like. For stage. people doing it. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of these writers haven't taken, like, screenwriting or playwriting classes before, so mm. they don't, like, in terms of stage direction and stuff, it's like they have to see what they're writing or how their writing is affecting, like, how an actor is going to act like the, out their the stuff. Like the 3D space. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm. Well, I mean, that's all very creative stuff. It's just yeah. not writing right exactly. now. Which is, I don't know, still good. But you want to keep your writing muscle. Exactly. Uh, I want to keep writing. I want to write more. Mm. Yeah. Well, although yeah, I... uh, listening to the moment in uh, the Brian Koppelman podcast, he's got the thing about the the artist way, 
and uh, the other writing heavy book. Um, Save the Cat? No, no, he's not Save the Cat. The Artist Way. Right, uh, Julia Cameron. Or Julie yeah. Cameron. And the Art of War. Oh, the yeah, War of the Art. War of War. The yeah. Art of War. They're like, uh, like, hey, if you're serious about this, you'll make the sacrifices. What about uh, waking up early and doing writing in the morning? Well, that's just it because I get home from a show super late. At what, like 11, I'll get 12, home like late, yeah. One or two? Well, maybe not one or two. But I can't stay up at two if I've got to go to work for... No, you basically, if you're waking up at eight, you need to go to bed at midnight. Right, yeah. and typically I do. Okay. So maybe lose that... Maybe every once in a while, lose that hour of sleep, wake up at seven. I don't know. See, and then I'm like dead the rest of the day. Yeah. I don't know. I suppose I could take drugs to stay awake. No, there's not that, but I mean, there's coffee. Coffee. There is coffee. Uh, you know what? Yeah, uh, but even an extra, like, yeah, I don't know. I need to throw it in, or I need to write on the subway or, or a streetcar or something. You that's know really I mean? tough. It is hard. It's uh, fine for a go bus, go. I mean, a go train scenario that's comfortable riding. Yeah. But I find when you're in a, uh, like, a, a car or a bus. A streetcar is the worst because you're just like, you're just bouncing bleh. about everywhere. Yeah. It's freaking awful. Yeah, and then the person next to you is like, what do you think you're doing? Oh, look at Eminem here <laughs> spitting out lyrics. I believe uh, they're called rhymes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I did? What? Took a writer's break this weekend. Yeah, I saw that on your Facebook, Twitter, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it went Twitter, Facebook. That's the way I got it. I don't go the other way on it. I recently disconnected the two from one another. Too much swearing showing up on Facebook? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of try to censor my Facebook. Like, if I let go of a particularly blue... Uh, Twitter, but right. then Dad watches my Twitter anyway, so whatever. Yeah, but Dad doesn't care as much as say like everybody else that you know on like there are more oh, people yeah. on Facebook. That's right. Anyway, you took a writer's break. How was that, and why did you do that? Uh, I was a little bit burnt out, a little tired. Yeah, and um, I wanted to hang out with like Catherine. We didn't really wind up doing anything the Friday night because she was burnt out from her job. But sometimes just doing nothing is good. Yeah, it was kind of like recharging the batteries. Yeah. I was getting pretty tired. Right. Uh, and I was just trying not to feel guilty about it, but I wanted... I mean, if I'm going to do this again, I want to have it scheduled so I know it's coming. Right. And I want to have stuff that's worth uh, doing. Yesterday, for example, Mackie's birthday party, which cool. was uh, really, really fun to do. Yeah. I didn't worry about writing at all. Yeah, because it was your daughter's... Uh, yeah, her birthday party. Faux birthday. Yeah, her fake, her school friend's birthday. Right. Because her birthday is in August, and uh, it's just way easier to, to do it during the school year for her buddies to come along, too. That makes sense. Her, yep. So that was cool. We went to go see Inside Out, which was a... Whoa, I'm too far from the mic, I think. Uh, Inside Out, which was an awesome movie. I can't wait to see it. Man, <laughs> D Disney Pixar's got it, like, down. They uh, know what's up. Can I just go on the record uh -huh. and say I did not care for Big Hero 6? Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, you're not Even though what, out. Yeah, Scott adds it, the voice. Scott Bakula? No, Ed, Ed, the uh, dude from 30 Rock. Oh, wow. Um, oh, 30 Rock, sorry. I was thinking Third Rock no, <laughs> right there. No. Dude from 30 Bald Rock. Bald guy, Scott adds it. Okay. He's a UC, yeah, Second City guy. Oh, he might have been a UCB guy. Meh. Anyway. Yeah, no, didn't care for it. No, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Now everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, they, as far as I'm concerned, they got their groove back with this oh, one. That's good. Yeah, it was like a comedy about psychology. Ooh. It was great. I loved it. Very, yeah, very thinky. I like a good thinky movie. Yeah, and some very emotional bits. Uh, that's, they, yeah, man. 
Like those first couple minutes of Up are like. Oh man! <laughs> oh, isn't it great that Sappy? Oh, she's dead. No. Uh, <laughs> spoiler <Spoilers>. alert! <laughs> uh, you should have already seen Up by now. And if you haven't seen it by now, you're probably not going to. That's true. Let's be honest. Be honest with yourselves. LBH. Uh, talk about how and why. What? Really? And how and why you motivate yourself. Um, well, like I mentioned earlier, uh, this podcast is very motivating. Right. Having to do stuff. For, uh, yeah, to be able you to don't want to show up and say you've done nothing like a schmuck ball. Yeah, like, what did you do this month? Nothing. Nothing. No, uh, watched a bunch of Jays games. Um, Disappointing Jays games. Well, today <laughs> like was. Today's. today's. Uh, this is Father's Day. You can look back at the disappointment that happened today. <laughs> um, yeah, so, no, try to always kick the can. Moving things forward it is my big motivation. Did you mean like motivation? Like, what's your what's your goal with your writing? Me? Yeah. Uh, well, it's two things. It's one I like to write. Yes. Uh, and I want to get better at it. That's the other thing. Isn't that like you don't want to sell a book? Oh hell yeah. Well, that shouldn't that be like the big motivator? Like one day I want a friggin' book on a friggin' yeah. Bookshelf. No, that is absolutely the motivator. Right. Well, yeah. Right now it's more script, but uh, oh script. One day I want no, a no, script no. on the friggin' script shelf. I guess I'm uh, baby stepping it. I'm just sticking right. it with the. Uh, the attainable goals right. that will eventually lead to the, uh, yeah. the bigger goals. You're, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. You're working your way to it. Yeah, no, the goal is to always improve. Always be. All right, it's improving. three goals. We're turning into the uh, Cardinal Richelieu sketch here. <laughs> First, I don't remember yeah, it at all. <laughs> I just remember whatever. that nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Well, at this point, they all do. Uh, you're right. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, so it's just uh, making sure I'm doing writing and then making sure the writing's better and uh, that's and eventually get uh, get stuff out there that other people can read and that's hopefully really, enjoy. And yeah. there you go. That's that's the next goal is to get stuff out there. Cool. Uh, if, for you, Brie, what is the big motivator? I love it. And I want to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. For life, like as a job, yeah. as a thing. And if I feel like if I stop for even a second, I'm like, it's not going to be possible. I have to keep doing it. Yeah. Because that's to cool. build. Because that's what I want to do. Yeah. Every time I like, like now I've gone home for the weekend and I'm like, oh, I've just lost two days that I could have been doing improv. stuff. Yeah. Improv, comedy, writing. Do you take a lot of time off? No. There you go. I know, you, but you, I feel so guilty about it because we were raised Catholic. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just throwing this out there, a lot of Jewish people feel guilt. And a lot of Jewish comedians. Exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe guilt is the glue that holds art together. Oh. Especially when you're doing collage. Welcome to <laughs> the constant brain explosion. <laughs> All right, let's do a remix on that brain explosion, but yeah. do the shockwave coming out di- digitally as well. And then the shockwave is just full of like Jewish mothers being like, why didn't you call? <laughs> you could have been a doctor. <laughs> What's the Catholic version of that? The Jewish mom. Uh, Stop masturbating. Yeah, don't, yeah. God sees everything. He's not interested in seeing that again. <laughs> Put it away. God doesn't want you to be a comedian. 
He wants you to be a desk jockey. <laughs> Ride the desk. <laughs> Down the stretch. <laughs> Grumpiness took a dip this week. Yay. That was the comment from a couple weeks ago. I achieved a zen-like amount of happiness for one week. Oh, nice. I was in the zone. I <laughs> don't want to talk about this because I, uh, oh, I shouldn't. Why? I, I had the like female hormones oh. completely devastate me last week. Ah, uh, that's a podcast that uh, another that's right. pair of ladies have. That's right. I should be mentioning this on uh, the uh, Flow Riders. It's not Flow Riders would be hilarious though. We should pitch them that. Uh, but the Crimson Wave is what okay, it's actually it, called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was like a week. I was just like, I can't do anything right now. I don't. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like I physically can't, or like. I'm not capable of doing stuff because no. I suck. No, no, no. It was more like, I can't. I've, I have <laughs> to stay inside. I can't go. <laughs> I can't do anything right now. Oh, my to, Lord. And I was like in my blanket and I was like, I don't want to look at anybody. No. I don't want to talk to anybody. Dan, mm -hmm. go away. Oh, no, man. No, it was more like, Dan, go buy me more chocolate. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I couldn't. I just couldn't go out. Wow, this is a topic I but, never even thought of. But then, yeah, and it was, it's crazy. And then I end up feeling guilty there as well. But then I was, like, talking to Dan about it. He's like, no, man, you're PMSing. You get this, like, you get, like, this, like... Literally every month. Yeah, and I was like, how can you let your hormones, like, dictate anyway? But because hormones are very powerful. They are, man. And it's so... I hate that it's, like... Oh, my God. Could you... All right. You know how grumpy I get. Yeah. Could you imagine me on PMS? Oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be nuclear war but it's just yeah i just get like i don't get like uh, you know some people are like oh women get uh it's not bitchy. just crampiness is it no Bri? i don't know it's brain chemistry it is, going yeah. to lally on you it's something that's just it, like some women get they're like oh women get bitchy but i get like like depressed <laughs> full, full disclosure i i just got pms'd all over the place this week sweet yeah <laughs> man uh, it's just crazy that you can't like control it like you think you're a reasonable human being and you're in, in control of your emotional state and your being and your decisions and stuff. But sometimes you're just like, okay. okay you're no. totally right. Hillary Clinton shouldn't be the president. I think you're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> I, I said that right as Brie was gulping some water. It was great. It's like, oh, landed it. Let's be honest. The president isn't the actual person who makes any decisions. No, it's the uh, winning corporations that back them. Exactly. Projections this month. Oh, I did get some. <laughs> I got some projections. Uh, I applied with two different sketch troops. Uh, sorry, improv troops to get into the Detroit Improv Festival. Detroit what? And was rejected oh. for both of those, which uh, is d disappointing. But oh. it's also they're going on during the Pan Am game, so it's not. Oh. Like I'm not going to be freaking. Did, anyway. did they know that? Was that built into their reject their rejection? No, it wasn't. They had okay. no idea. It was. They just bald face the, rejected. They just yeah. Maybe they, did they know who you were? I don't know. Like, oh, how you don't they, know. right? Like, yeah. uh, they just said no. Yeah, they okay. said no. And they're like, oh, we got over 100 submissions this, uh, and we had to, like, decline on half of them. Okay. So yeah. So basically, yeah. Applied. Okay, cool. But uh, when I, I want to be one of the people that gets in, you know? Yeah. Keep, That's all I'm saying. Keep retrying. I will. Oh, hey! oh, we're back in the bird clock. Who is it this, this month? It is the black caped chickadee. <laughs> Amazing. I love a good chickadee. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see. Rejections. Oh, are you still going through the projections? I wonder if there was. I don't think I, there was I didn't get uh, uh, Nick Jacked. I got a, a Brie win. Oh. 
the night, or sorry, the day we filmed or recorded the podcast with Susanna, that evening I told you I was going to do a show, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but that was like a, uh, it was a fundraiser. Over at the SoCal. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fundraiser, and there were so many like super talented improvisers on the bill, and I was not, um, and I messaged the fellow who uh, was running the thing and asked him if I could be on it, and he's yeah. like, sure. And I was like, yay, now I'm on a bill with amazing improvisers. and I got Oh, to you're going to be on that again? Uh, no, I just oh. did. It was just that one time. Oh, that one but time that was night, a win. Yeah, exactly. and, but I guess we didn't, no, we didn't, talk, we didn't about it talk about it in the win situation. Because it hadn't happened yet. Okay. Oh, yeah, but it was gonna. Yeah. I guess gonna is different than But we didn't. weren't talking about wins and such. No, because no. Because we were just, ta- oh, Jill and I had like an epic set. Yeah. On like this past Tuesday. Pursued by a bear. Exit pursued by a bear. Yeah. We, I don't know, man. We were on Just it. crushed it. Yeah. We awesome. had a great set. And it was like, she had been like pissed off with her conservatory class. <laughs> and I was just like exhausted. And we're just like, let's do this. Let's do this. Like the energy. The complete lack of. <laughs> no, she had a bunch of. Oh, okay. Like, like, she had Jill she rage. Had Jill rage. <laughs> wow. You don't want to mess with the Jill rage. No, I could imagine that would be quite impressive to behold. <laughs> but it was uh, good. But, and it's not like this set was angry. It was just. No, it just had a lot yeah. of energy. Eh? Yeah, it was funny. Cool. Was do, you, do you guys have this stuff? Uh, it's, is it sketch? I can't remember. We do improv. All right. So you have the ideas of where the improv is going to go, right? No, or not at it... all. Nothing. It's all oh. completely... Uh, so yeah. it's just hardcore straight up improv? Yeah. Okay. Wow. So you just had the right sick energy. Yeah, man. And it was a lot of fun. We had fun up there. Because sometimes we're just like, oh, I think that went well. This time we're like, like oh, oh that killed felt, it. That felt good. <laughs> <laughs> to have a cigarette after. <laughs> oh, did you ta- no, you didn't tape it probably. Eh? No, we wanted to. And she was mad that I didn't. Duh. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> yeah, it's because we're trying to tape another set because we would like to submit f- to another improv festival, but this time the one in Toronto, the big city improv festival. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, uh, Adrian, uh, we really want to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you too, Bob. Anyway. <laughs> oh. It was too bad about Detroit, though, because I, I hear it's such a great festival, and I kind of can't justify going down there without being a performer. You know I don't know, I mean? man. Like, yeah. That's tough. Unless I go for like the Maybe day. you can go down there. Yeah. Meet the people in charge of the festival. Do you... Is there like a an improv portfolio you could provide people with? Like well, how does that... Can, how yeah. would that work? We do have like... Um, there's this thing called the National Improv Network. Okay. And you can put your profile up on there. And mine's up there. I guess it just... We didn't have... I don't know what whatever they wanted we didn't have it or we didn't prove it to yeah. them in the video submission so oh okay so you have that all right cool I mean well not cool unfortunately it could even be like we've got enough female duos you know like we've got enough duos period you know we've got enough people from Toronto we've got enough whatever oh sure yeah. yeah all right because I'm sure a lot of people from Toronto apply to that festival yeah, yeah not Detroit's that not that far exactly and Detroit's kind of fun Detroit is fun it is very cool it's I like cool, Detroit cool I did. city great long weekend there a couple years ago i went to see the flight of the concords there hello those guys are funny they are good stuff how's your classes going at the uh social capital uh they just finished and i'm so sad because ken hall was the greatest teacher ever Mm -hmm. um but they're saying like uh there might be a way to either pick it up again or continue with the training but I'm not for at least like a month, which is fine with me because I'm going to be busy with the Pan Am games and this writing show. And there's good. It's like there's a lot going on still. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
So the classes were they like uh, Susanna talked last week about the groundlings? Yeah. Is it is that the same kind of no no this is a different ball game altogether isn't it with these kind of uh, type of classes you're doing? Well, the groundlings is its own specific like program. Pro, yeah. Same with like UCB in the second city. They have like levels you have to go through. And is so so Cap's not doing that. They're just not doing, yet. Okay. They might eventually like here in Toronto. There's the Bad Dog as well, and they've developed a program as well. So for whatever it is that you want to focus on, you know, any of these schools have that kind of thing. This was just, a, it was a long form improv. Oh, okay. Uh, like class. Awesome. Uh, but they don't have like a, a specific, you know, oh, level one, which will take you to level two, which will take you to level three, which will put you on SNL, you know? <laughs> so what was it? It was just uh, the, the was a teacher long, guy. Ken Hall. It was just a long form class. Oh, so you guys would just get together and do a long Long form, like Improvs? he would teach us Sessions? some different stuff, some different technique, uh, different approaches, different things to consider when, you know, in your improv and when you're doing your long form improv. So it's very cool, very helpful stuff. Oh, cool. But there are four different groups, I think, happening at the same time with four different teachers. Oh. But I think they call sure. it the, I don't even remember what they call it, the social capital. Oh, yeah, they call them the social capital repertory players. Oh. So I think, you know. I think after that, you don't have to, if you want to take another class. Are you going to put on a show based on? Well, they have their shows all throughout the mm. class. So I've been, every, almost every other Monday, we've had a class at SOCAP, sort of showcasing what we learned in class. Okay, so the downside is your class is over. The upside is you've learned a bunch of stuff on yes. long form. Yeah. And now you have that free time Monday nights to do some writing. Monday and Wednesday, because Mondays were the shows. Oh, okay. And Wednesdays were the class. Boom. Yeah. Two uh, Two, like, how many hours of writing can you get in there? You get home. Quite a bit, yeah. Eat a bit. You have some nosh. A little bit of nosh. And then uh, get on with your writing. I should, yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't book shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got to ask yourself, are you feeling lucky, punk? Are you? No, <laughs> well. that's not the question. The question is, like, do you want to do more shows or do you want to do some writing? That's, that's true. The question. I need to do more writing. Um, and I've actually been in communications with... Well, that's the thing about the comedy world, too, is you're always, you're always, like, talking to somebody about working on a project maybe down the line, you know? Yeah, it's I think like, that Ooh. that happens a lot with movie stuff, too. That makes sense. Yeah. I, and, like, TV shows and that kind of stuff. See, but, like, yeah. Anyway. But whether... I mean, I, I think a lot of the people are just... Uh, like spitballing, like bouncing ideas off of each other, and like uh, it's not like they're all gonna happen. No. If something clicks, though, then oh, it will. Yeah. That, right. was a, that was a horrible click. Try it again. There you go. Bang. Much better click. Look, See look that up. idea happen. Second click. Not so. Wow. Click. Look at that click. It is a <laughs> spear-shaped uh, blip on the recording thingy. Fresh. Uh, what are you working on? Uh, oh, what are you working on? Sorry, that's gonna be the next question. Uh, I'm. At the point of writing this, I was up to scene 22. Out of? Uh, oh, yeah, you're 36. doing 36. Thir- so oh. I'm, up in the, I'm up in the 30s now. Uh, and two of the scenes I had kind of got merged into earlier scenes. So I'm getting closer, way closer to being done my Screenplay. my rough draft. Oh, of your horror ghost Of thing. the horror one, yeah. How's it coming along? I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Um, Are you satisfied with where it's going? Well, I, I drafted out the idea, Save the Cat style. Like, I wrote down all my little, little scene. Your beats? Yeah, all my beats. And, and then all my scenes. Yep, so I did <laughs> that. Uh, I figured out all the scenes I wanted to work on to get to get the thing done. Okay. Uh, so, it, it takes so much of the 
the big picture thinking out of it on the day on the night of actually doing the hour-long right. writing session yeah because you don't have to be like oh what's gonna happen now yeah you're, you're like this is what's gonna happen I i'm working on this, this yeah. it's freaking great yeah. for that the uh the only downside is sometimes i forget like oh have i already done this oh. and instead of going back to it i'm taking it the i'm gonna fix this in post mentality oh i see uh i'll just try to get the uh, that's kind of better though yeah because you, go back, it's, you waste a bunch of time going back and then yeah, yeah uh, it's more important i think to get it done kick the ball forward move on yeah. down the field score your touchdowns get her did score oh, your writing touchdowns and uh, not get her done i'm sorry that's a better uh catchphrase uh Sure. Slogan? Slogan. Slogan. So that's what I'm working on, seeing 30-something uh, mm -hmm. is where I'm done. I'm sorry, I can't bring anything. By the time we do this next month, hopefully you I'll be beyond, yeah, hopefully I'll be done the rough, and I'll be typing out, my plan is to do uh, type out a scene a night. So taking my roughy stuff and putting oh, it on okay. the computer machine. Oh, you've all written it by hand. That's insane. Uh, it's insane, but... It's kind of cool at the same time. I yeah. have something physical with my scribbly chicken writing on it. Scribbly chicken. That I'll have forever until I'm dead. Until you burn it. I don't know, I'm not going to burn it. Because, like, Hardwick's, like, get rid of the stuff you have on paper. Really? What? Yeah, remember his thing about scanning and uploading? Scan and upload. Oh, he's very techie, though. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have to live my life I kind of try Hardwick to do does. that, like, with the financial stuff. Cause I had like bills lying around everywhere and I'm uh, like, why I could just like put this on my computer yeah. and not see it laying around. You're right. I mean, something could happen. Uh, there could be a fire yeah. or a flood. Put that on your computer. Another kind of, Oh God, that's so boring. I don't want to do that. Get a scanner. I have a scanner. I would have to sit there and scan like whatever. Take it to work. Take it to work. Yeah. I'm going okay, to no, work no. and taking it there. All right. Okay. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you working on brie what is the brie projects uh okay uh brie yeah. projects on the go currently are this sketch project with the the fellow i was telling you about so we've got a couple sketches written and we're hoping that sketch comageddon is going to make their announcement soon of when that event's going to happen because that's when we were thinking we'd be able to put uh, any a sketchy of the sketch show up. yeah okay. um so there's that jill and i uh this is the first mm, public announcement of <gasps> this but jill and i uh or exit pursued by a bear have yeah. been accepted into the halifax or the atlantic fringe Festival. oh fun man so in september we'll be going to halifax and putting up a show how many uh performances do you do oh there's gonna be like a, a lot like oh the festival's from the third to the 13th and i don't know if we have one every anyway jill knows all the all right. specifics but we're gonna have a lot are you cool getting that time off work i have already cleared it with my boss oh man so you are gonna be in halifax where, where i've never been before for so. 10 days maybe even more than maybe that more. how are you getting there are you gonna fly i ha i feel like i have to It'd take too long otherwise uh, yeah a train or yeah. um porter has good deals or bicycle. maybe porter will sponsor this podcast yeah i'm sure porter oh. would love to sponsor <laughs> because i love porter so much and i enjoy raccoons that like air travel right they have good graphic design they do oh yeah super simple and uh, I was talking so to if you're the company that does the graphic design for, for Porter, Porter and want to advertise on our show, we love it. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Dan. He's like, "You need spo you need sponsorship now." I was like, "Dan, are yeah. you going to be the one to go out and get us sponsors?" He's like, "Okay." Oh, all right. So we got all right. Oh my God. So basically, Dan's <laughs> going to be the show's producer. Yeah. He's going to take care of the, and the music. music. Yeah. Uh, and we're just going to talk about him a lot, or from time to time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, Atlantic Fringe. 
Uh, I'm going to be doing that with Jillian. And so what we're trying to do is because we do long form improv, mm -hmm. uh, but we have hour long slots and I don't think we're at the level right now where we could keep an audience like captivated for an hour long performance Man, yeah. because we're not TJ and Dave. Let's be honest. Okay. You have no idea what that means, no. which is funny. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> improv joke. <laughs> anyway, I don't find any of this funny. <laughs> anyway, so we're thinking about getting some guests uh, on, uh, because Jill is, as you know, she is from the East Coast, so she knows a lot of performers down that way. Is she from uh, Halifax? She's no. from just out of Halifax. Okay. She'll tell you she's from Pictou County. Uh, <laughs> but that's in Scobanosha. It is in that place. Okay, cool. Uh, so we're going to have people come in and maybe do... So we break it up a bit, so we'll probably be doing a half-hour performance or a 20-minute performance of improv, and then the other half will be sort of broken up with other stuff. Okay, good max. Way to mix it up, kid. We're going to mix it. Anyway, but that's exciting. Have you done anything for 10 days in a row like that? Yeah, man. I did other fringes. Really? Yeah, I did the Winnipeg fringe and I did the Montreal fringe. I don't remember that being that long. Yeah, they were both like at least a week long. Oh, okay. So The thing about Montreal, though, is I went for three days, came back to work, and mm. then went back for like four days yeah, or something like that. Yeah, broke it up. Yeah, and Winnipeg was that long. Okay, cool. Winnipeg was long. Oh, that would be fun. It will be. Um, and Jill's Jill, performed a. Yeah, she, I, uh, it says here an official buttload. She has. Yeah. Jill has. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not actually. I didn't oh, write I that down, but Jill she has. And has she's doing her own show as well while she's there. Like she's doing actually two of her. Oh, shows. she's twofering. She's threefering it what? technically because she, she's doing like a one night she'll be doing one show, the other night she'll be doing another. So like an opposite sees instead of doing the same show every night. Oh, okay. Which she is. Wow, Jill's gonna be knackered. She, well, or know. doing lots of blow. She'll, yeah, I don't think she'll... I don't think either of us can, can afford blow. Let's be honest. We're not on the blow budget. No. But if you... Want to sponsor us with blow. blow. <laughs> um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, which, don't do drugs, yeah, kids. Kids. Um, she wants to film a short film on her parents' property when we're out there. Oh. So we might do that. Cool. Do you know what you're going to do? She has an idea. For, okay. Uh, she's writing the script and everything. I just have to be in it. Which is fine with me. Okay. I bet she's going to murder you. <laughs> Why would you say that? Jill seems like a very dark person to me. Sometimes. Like, there's people buried back there. Well, there might be. You've heard the way she's described her father. I don't know that I have. Oh. Well, she will tell you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, FYI, Mindy is on Netflix. You've already <laughs> told me this. Are you just going to tell me this every <laughs> single time? I know she's on Netflix. But her show's on Netflix. Yeah, I know. But and Vimeo's buying the rest of it. The Mindy Project. Yes, the Mindy. <laughs> she's also in Inside Out, I've been told. Yep, she's the green voice of Disgust. Oh. Uh, is this like, is it like a morality show? What? I don't know. She's Disgust? Oh, no, it's different. They're, the voice. Okay, do you remember that show called Inside Herman's Head? No. Ah, oh, you should look into that because it's a good example of '90s television. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, basically uh, there's five different aspects of a person's brain, personality, emotions. I oh, guess. Okay. So there's joy, right? Sadness, right? Uh, disgust, anger, and fear. So it's those five people, and they probably another one in there. You yeah, there would be love and stuff like that. But uh, this is a young person. I see. And at that point, she only has this many. People. Oh, somebody's coming to the door. Survey says, I'm guessing it's a kid. Because they won't close it. 
Hello? Oh, it's McKenzie. Mac, what do you want? Okay. No, it's okay, Mackie. We could either keep this in if you're coming across the microphone or take it out. Do you need help with that? No, you got it. Okay. She's a pro. Yeah, Mackie wants to get into dance. Oh, yeah? And oh, gosh. gymnastique. She might be too tall from gymnastics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my soon-to-be eight-year-old daughter is about eight feet tall. Yep. Yep, she's pretty tall. Uh, uh, no, she should take dance. If she wants the, yeah, she wants to do ballet uh, as her dance. Say, you know what I, I, what dance taught me was the love of performance. And shuffle ball step. And shuffle ball change and shuffle off to Buffalo. Okay, well, yeah, the love of performance. Yeah, man. like Being the, on the stage. Being on, in the lights. But no, Treading even stuff like, uh, like, I remember I was super sick one day. And it was like the day of the recital, and oh. I went up and did the dance, and my mom was like, "Oh, you can't even." Or your mom as well. Like, <laughs> I had no idea you were sick, and it, like afterwards, I was like, "What?" She's like, "You couldn't tell. You did it perfectly." I was like, "I was so sick." <laughs> Show must go on. Yeah, so it teaches you that kind of stuff, which is good, because yeah. I find like, I even now like comedians are like, "Oh, you know what? I can't uh, come to this thing because I have a barbecue." It's like, no, if you gave a shit about your art. You would be here. Yeah, but it's a dance recital when you're a little kid. But now I'm talking about nowadays. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. That oh man, I do not. Life. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I've heard other professional performers talk about stuff like that getting in the way, and it's like you, there's no choice. You have to do the yeah. thing. Well, like if you're and on a TV show or in a movie and you're sick, yeah, like you can't. You can't not come to sit. No, because you It'll, literally have the whole production hanging exactly. over you. You will you, cost them thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions. Yeah, uh, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, but then I, they have like vitamin... Yeah, uh, they get the vi vitamin injections. Shots, yeah. Man, that's, that's such a bummer. Especially up here in Canada, where it's like yes. colds happen. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess if you're in L.A., uh, you eat a bad chalupa, yeah, you're in trouble. bound to happen. Mm. Bad fish taco. Oh, hello. That uh, for weeks. That fish is swimming up the wrong stream, I, I tell you. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it means barfing. Ah. Okay. Uh, so the next topic I have, um, because we haven't mentioned Marin yet, uh, so there's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're obsessed. He's your man crush. So the next thing just says uh, Marin, uh, comma, elephant bucks. Uh, we could be the new Cusacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how the first two relate to the second. I don't know either. <laughs> but we could very well. Uh, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if we read the elephant bucks, we'll know how to successfully write ourselves a script and we can both act in it and therefore be the next, uh, the next Cusacks. And with the success of becoming the Kuzaks, we will obviously appear on Marin's either TV show or podcast. There you go. That's what yeah, I meant. That's how you meant. Yeah, we could be the Kuzaks. Uh, yeah, I was. I mentioned something to Catherine the other day about uh, who was it? Oh, the Jilling Halls should play the Kuzaks in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, writers' room with. Uh, Alexis Bernstein? Stein? Did you do that? I did. So talk about it. Um, oh, she's just asked me about a, a thing that I'm, uh, that I have to get back to her about because it sounds interesting. Another, that's so much, 
so much of comedy is like, oh, I, maybe I'm going to work on a thing with uh, this person, maybe. Uh, that's in the works. Yeah. And then it either it just falls apart or you struggle through it or it falls apart. Well, yeah, it could totally fall apart. Maybe yeah. somebody has to go to Halifax for 10 days. Halifax! Uh, the writer's room was, uh, it was really cool. I met a whole bunch of people that I haven't met before. Okay. And it was, for me, it felt like a mix between a writer's room where you're pitching ideas and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and just a writer's group, which okay. is a bunch of writers coming together talking about <clears throat> working on their projects. And did you go over everybody's writing? Uh, we, it was a big crowd, so it kind of split into two, mm -hmm. and the group of people we were sitting at, we were pitching, yeah, it was, you're going through what you're currently working at, okay. and people would give you notes on that. Ah. So I guess it's, yeah, that's, for me, that feels more like a writer's group than a writer's room. A writer's room is like if you're all working on On something, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, if you're all writing a sitcom, then you're kind of like, oh, this is how this episode should happen. This is the B story. Yeah. But I suppose it could always turn into that. Uh, just depends on the people you're sitting with. Right. So yeah, um, I, I went to that. It was cool to do. And, and who organized that? It was down in the uh, the production district in Tra. Right. So I got to go through and see all the sets and say one day I will, I will hopefully she, she will have to work mine. here a little. <laughs> yep. And then I stared at the Fender Stratocaster pre corporate buyout <laughs> and thought, she yes, she will be mine. And I'm just going through my Foz book. Hang Loose Media. That's the one. I see. So, Hang yeah. is Does she, like, work for this company? Or hmm. is this her company? or? I don't think it's her company. I think she does do a lot of work for, for them. them. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be another one on July the 9th. Interesting. Yep. So, I'm hopefully going to go to that. Uh, the only reason why I wouldn't possibly go to this is uh, just babysitting reasons. Mm. Whether or not I can get Catherine to cover for me. Uh, so yeah, writer's room was definitely uh, a helpful thing for me, and I will be going back, if I can, cool. if I can get the coverage. Uh, God, I'm sorry I did this again. The next one says, office picture, have you posted it? Oh, no, I didn't oh, post so that's mine the, yet. Yeah, okay. Because it's so messy. So, I mean, like, I posted that one with uh, my writing stuff all over the floor, and it was like, that's writing true. got done here tonight. That's true. You can see mine that's like... Like, there's room for my laptop and a notebook, and then it piles of garbage uh, around it. Ew, garbage. garbage? Not garbage. Uh, just like, like you haven't unpacked stuff. yet. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, like, I just moved in, and there's not enough shelf space. But maybe I could. I'll take a picture of the before and after. Oh. Oh. Progression. Steve, you could, like, Stephen and Chris that. I should. I should just ask Stephen and Chris to design me a new home office. Oh, that would be fun. But, no, I can't Oh, uh, did they not do that? <laughs> um, Do they well, do people on the show, like, uh, production assistants and stuff like that, and, like, we're they've good. done it for like okay like they don't they'll go to a production or a producer's house to be like if they do they had a segment on like spring cleaning so they went over to one of the producer's houses and spring cleaned and her sprung house clung it. sprung clung yeah <laughs> uh, that's, that's so that kind of stuff gets used for that or like how to clean your back uh porch? back porch like oh. your back where your barbecue is and that kind of stuff you or how to close up your backyard for the winter that kind of oh, stuff. oh okay yeah so like duct tape and garbage bags no but like you can't no? put your you can't, you can't put your barbecue in a garbage bag come on sure can no, big no. old hefty bag tell you what <laughs> i don't understand why you're talking like that uh that's all my questions oh do you have anything on the horizon for next what are your next challenges i guess finishing your thing yeah finishing my thing um and then figuring out where to go from there i, I want to have the script done for that that's, I guess, the next one. And then 
uh, I guess maybe shopping it out there, maybe. Or um, I might try to see if I can turn it into a book. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. So it, it might just be like a, ri- a writer's project. Um, and I don't know what to do about that. Like, I could just do it, like, take a scene, turn it into a chapter. And then shop around your chapter. Shop that around. Yeah. But the other thing is I want to get stuff online so people can see my stuff and I can start having the dialogue with the people. I see. Or, you know, just having people say, I like your work or you suck and this is why you suck. Well, the internet's a bad place for that. I know. I know you hear a lot of the negativity or, I mean, probably more likely nothing at all. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I want to set up a... The other thing I've been thinking about is setting up a, like a, a website, website. Yep. and I can publish my uh, my stuff that didn't win the Toronto Star Contest. NickWatson.com. Check to see if it's available. Uh, probably isn't, but oh, whatever. We can. I can look in it. Can. And I think you said you were going to walk me through the WordPress right. at yeah, some point. Yeah, that's pretty easy stuff. Well, not easy uh, so much as... Doable. Doable. Yeah. yeah, once you get the hang of it. Uh, that's it. My next project is that the drill show, mm-hmm. which is happening at the Second City Training Center on July seventh, uh, which is a Thursday, I believe. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Or a Tuesday? No, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because uh, I think my July 9th thing is a Thursday. That makes sense. The writers' that's... room at Hang Loose Media. Yep. The drill. Production. So if you want to learn some improv drills, I have to figure out which ones I'm gonna use. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, cool. That'll be fun. It's also fun because it's a show, so hopefully people will be there watching as well. Do you get paid for that? No. Okay. (laughs) It's a free show? How's that work? Actually, it's a pay what you can, and I think it's like a certain amount has to go. Because the Second City, like, I had to pitch the show to them for them to accept it. Do they charge you for it? No, they're not going to charge me for the space because they're the ones who are actively looking for shows right now. Like, they want want people coming to their place. produce the shows to bring in students to come work. Not bring in students. Like, there are plenty of students at the Second City right now yeah. who are looking for stage time and looking for, like, And they want to put practice. on productions. Yeah. And have people come in and watch it and pay money and for And play it. in them. Okay. They want to be able to give their students more play time. Okay, because you're putting together shows and stuff. No, I'm not understanding it. Second City is improv. Yes. So why don't they just invite people over to do improv, then? What am I missing here? The Second City has... Uh, the training center has a little theater inside it yeah. called the John Candy the G- Box yeah. Theater. Uh, and every night there's different shows. Um, like the long form program has, they, they'll put on shows on Thursdays and Sundays. Okay. And there used to be like a regular Friday show. And there used to be a regular, you know, Monday show or yeah. whatever the case may be. Or like, and then Wheel of Improv used to be on Tuesdays. Now it's at Comedy Bar. So they just want different. Now they want different shows for people, students to come participate in. Okay. So that's what this will be. So the students participate in it and regular people can come in and, and watch. pay what they can? Yes. Okay. Cool. They could come watch or in my case, they could come watch and come play. Cool. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't know how. If it's pay what you can, so it doesn't matter. Like, if you're playing that night and you don't have any money. That's fine. That's fine. But yeah. if you are playing, you throw in a toonie. Yeah. You know. And so if you can't afford it, make sure you're playing awesome. Yeah. Because I don't want any suckies out there. <laughs> getting suckier for free no sucky suckersons (laughs) no it's gonna be a cool and fun inviting uh atmosphere despite its military theme (laughs) (laughs) you suck yes answer (laughs) no i mean i want a chilled environment chill out sir yes (laughs) and that's right yelly yes yelly 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 it's gonna be pretty yelly struggle on brie 
struggle on Nick. Stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Stop it.